Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for July 21st, 2016. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. It's an anniversary show. We head into year six of the High School Football America radio show tonight. It all began back on July 21st, 2011, when we cracked open the mic on the Artist First Radio Network. And uh, since that time, over the last five years, over 150 different shows, uh, a who's who of high school football coaches and players in America. Uh, it's been fun. It, it, it's been educational. We appreciate everybody that tunes in each and every week to listen. We built the show up uh, between uh, Artist First and here at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com to over 60,000 downloads per show. Show. Uh, hard to believe. I can still remember that very first show we did. Uh, we, we started it uh, at the northernmost part of America as we went to Barrow, Alaska, the only school above the Arctic Circle. And we had the head coach there at the time and his assistant coach, Brad Igu, was the um, head coach at the time and Brian Houston, an assistant. That's how we kicked off the show, Barrow. Uh, what a story there is. Uh, they started the program to uh, combat uh, delinquency in the in the community, drug abuse, teenage pregnancy, all kinds of things led up to the creation of the football program there. And then the Whalers uh, got blue turf uh, donated by the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars of the, uh, the NFL. And uh, Brad and uh, Brian joined us on that show. Also on the show, Steve Spiewak. Uh, then of Max Preps, uh, Steve now at uh, USA Football. Steve has been on the show uh, all, a whole lot of times. Uh, the only person on more is a guy who will be on tonight's show, Jason Strunk from Lubbock, Texas. Uh, but uh, Steve was on that show, and uh, he's at USA Football now. And speaking of that, Brandon Shepard was on the show. At the time, Brandon was the executive director of the National Select 7-on-7 Seven -Seven Championship in Hoover, Alabama. He is now at USA Football, and just this past weekend, USA Football, which took over over the National Select, held its first national championships, USA Football's National 7-on-7 seven -seven Championships, McGill Tulin. High School in Alabama in Mobile winning the championship last weekend. And we will have, coming up on the show, uh, we're going to have the head coach, uh, Caleb Ross, to talk about uh, the Yellow Jackets. They won the 7A title in Alabama last year. Also on the show, on that very first show, was Scott Young, the head coach at the time of West Rowan High School, a great program in North Carolina. And, uh, boy, the, the list goes on and on. You can check out all of our shows for free by going to our archives at highschoolfootballamerica.com. You'll see all all the names on the show. I mean, we've had some good shows. One of my favorites uh, was uh, the July, I'm sorry, it was August 11th, 2011. John McKissick, then the head coach at Somerville, the all-time winningest high school football coach in America, was joined on the show by J.T. Curtis, the head coach at John Curtis Christian School in Louisiana. Number two on the list, and maybe one day J.T.'s going to pass, John, but uh, those two were on the show. Uh, we, we've had Johnny Manziel. He was our uh, player of the year as part of our partnership with the NHSCA, the National High School Coaches Association. Uh, he was. Uh, we gave him his first ever uh, national interview. Of course, Johnny's had a lot of problems since then, but at the time it was uh, very exciting as we watched him ascend and, and win the high Trophy. Uh, we wish him nothing but success. And, you know, as you've probably read or heard, there are a lot of people out there, you know, hoping and praying that uh, Johnny Man gets, Manziel gets some help. 
And speaking of help, who's going to help us kick off the sixth year of the High School Football America radio show? We mentioned uh, Caleb Ross, the head coach at McGill Toolin in Mobile, Alabama, will join us. The defending 7A champs in Alabama and last week won the USA Football 7-on-7 National Championships in Hoover, Alabama. He'll kick uh, things off coming up in just a little bit. Then uh, the guy that's been on the show the most, Jason Strunk. Yep, Strunky, the guy you know. He's always harassing me on Twitter. A good friend of mine from back in Pennsylvania. He's coached high school football in PA, in Florida, and he's now in Texas at Lubbock High School. Uh, on the west side of the big state of Texas, uh, writes The Turnaround, a blog for us here on HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com as he has tried to take uh, one of the toughest places to win in America and turn it around. He's done it at the other schools that he's coached at, and now Strunky's trying to do that. He did get him to the playoffs, first time in 35-plus years that he did that uh, when he started writing The Turnaround, and uh, Strunky's going to join us, going to talk about uh, this year's uh, blog. He's going to talk about a lot of things, uh, high school football. He always has a lot of uh, a lot of insight, and he's not afraid to speak his mind, so you want to tune into that. He's going to talk about publics versus privates. He's going to talk about uh, uh, parents and, and coaches these days and a whole lot of other stuff, uh, always opinionated. Mr. Opinion, Jason Strunk from Lubbock High School coming up. He's also going to talk about our good friend who is retired as the athletic director at uh, Lubbock ISD. Uh, Mark Ball, who retired at the end of the season, so Strunky will also talk about that. And on the back end of the show, one of our partners here at High School Football America, longtime partner, Southern Sport, the Debris Inhibitor Razor, Joey Teichert, one of the founders of the Debris Inhibitor Razor, going to talk about what's new for 2016, logos on those spats to keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes and gives you that great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. Joey Teichert on the back end of uh, the show as we roll into year number six on the High School Football America radio show. Our other partners joining us tonight, USA Today High School Sports. Check them out. USA Today, HSS.com. Also joining us tonight as our partners. Crossover. Oh, they've got some good stuff coming this year. Yeah, Huddle's got the, the game you know, film breakdown, but guess what? Crossover started at crossoverwithak.com forward slash football for your free demo. They've made some big changes this year. They're still head and shoulders above. Huddle's going to have to catch up to uh, Crossover, and uh, Crossover joining us once again for the 2016 high school football season, as is Echo, another cutting-edge technology company. Instant replay on your sideline. Folks, Echo1612, found at echo1612.com. They created instant replay on the high school sideline. They're now teaming up with Exos for um, for the college football season. Man, these guys are just innovators. Coaches making technology for coaches. It doesn't get any better than that. And also brought to you tonight by ScoreStream as they rejoin us for 2016 to uh, make sure that we get you all the scores on Friday night. A great app that you can go to your favorite game and keep score and let the nation know how your favorite team's doing by uh, getting the app at uh, iTunes or the Google Play Store. ScoreStream at ScoreStream.com. Hey, don't forget, coming up in 12 days, we will release 
the national preseason top 25 using our algorithm. Now, the one thing about the preseason poll, uh, we use the proprietary algorithm to take a look back at what teams have done over the last three years since we started using it, but we do put a little bit of common sense in there during the preseason poll uh, if things are a little out of whack to uh, develop the top 25. We'll also do the other 25, which are the uh, teams ranked 26th through 50, and we'll also be releasing our uh, seven regional top 10s uh, on that same day, August 1st. Uh, it's going to be a, a fun day as we unveil the teams that we feel are the best in America and who's going to go for a national mythical championship. Uh, follow, when we're not on the air, us at Twitter at HSFB America. That's our handle. And uh, don't forget the jobs board. We're still, I'm amazed, we're so close to the start of uh, fall camps and some teams are still looking for coaches and they're uh, still uh, emailing us and putting up the jobs that they need. So you can check that out uh, on the uh, website at highschoolfootballamerica.com. The, uh, the tab right there is Coach's Job Board. We're also doing coachesjobboard.com, which will be for all the other sports in America. Uh, so check out coachesjobboard.com. One uh, newsy note that we'll talk about with Strunky uh, when it comes to public privates. In Rhode Island uh, this past week, uh, the, the Rhode Island uh, state governing body uh, did something really odd. Uh, they Over the last six years, Bishop Hendrickson has uh, won the, the state championship there. And, and four of those six years, they've played uh, LaSalle Academy for the championship in Division One, the biggest division in the, uh, in the state of Rhode Island. Island, and people were just really getting tired of just these privates battling it out and the public's not having a chance. So what the state did was it realigned. Uh, it will now still have four Super Bowls, and that's what their state championship games are called there. Uh, they will have Division One, Two, and Three, but there's also going to be this unique thing where the losers of the state semifinal game in Division One will play the follow following weekend for a state championship. They'll play four Super Bowls. So basically, you lose and you still have a shot at playing at a uh, playing in a state championship game. And state officials doing this because they figure, you know, uh, you know, Bishop Hendrickson and 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 LaSalle Academy are probably going to play darn near every year for the championship because it's a small state, not a lot of schools, you know, just 30 plus. And uh, now they're thinking that uh, the losers will always be the public schools and they'll meet the following weekend for a championship. A bit odd, but uh, nonetheless, uh, that's uh, where high school football is these days when it comes to the uh, conversation about what should we do with publics and privates, keep them going head to head, split them up. And that's what uh, Rhode Island did. And you can read about uh, that and the, new and the new divisions at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Remember, highschoolfootballamerica.com breaks out it's state-by-state uh, state news. It's news state-by-state, state, so you can go on there, uh, go to the News tab in the uh, navigation bar there, and uh, you can click on the one that says state-by-state. State. We also have a special Southern California edition for you, and we're putting up a lot of the, uh, the schedules for this year here in Southern California, all for you in one easy place at highschoolfootballamerica.com. All right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we kick off year number six of the High School Football America radio show with Caleb Ross, the head coach at McGill-Tulin in Mobile, Alabama, defending Alabama 7A champs. They also won the USA Football 7-on-7 national championship last week Caleb Ross when we come back after these words from our sponsors you're listening to High School Football America instant replays on a high school football sideline seriously 
Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can 
can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. USA Today High School Sports and High School Football America teaming up once again this year to give you great national and Southern California coverage. Learn more by going to usatodayhss.com. Well, we start the show tonight, our sixth year on the air, uh, by going to the state of Alabama. And we know they play some good football down there. We're going to be talking about uh, the defense. Defending 7A champs last year, the first year that uh, Alabama had seven classifications. And uh, McGill Tulin uh, High School in Mobile, Alabama, won the 7A championship. Caleb Ross, the uh, the head coach there, entering his third year, leading him to the title last year. The first one for the school. And uh, last week, uh, over the weekend, uh, McGill, McGill Tulin won USA Football's 7-on-7 national championship. First time that uh, USA Football ever held a national championship. And that's uh, usually a good springboard into a good season. So Coach Ross is on the line right now to talk about what uh, happened last week and what he's looking forward to as we head into fall camp. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, thank you for having me on. I'm excited about it. Yeah, and and, and let's just dive into uh, what happened over uh, over the weekend, which uh, you know certainly uh, you didn't have fifteen thousand schools descending upon Hoover, Alabama, but uh, some very good programs there. Tell us a little bit about um, how you're going to kind of use that championship you won last weekend to, to springboard you into fall camp. Sure, you know we we look at it. It's, it's all about competition. You know, in our minds, and people, some people say, well, coach, it's just seven on seven. There's no blocking and tackling. And, and we keep that in perspective, and we realize how important that is uh, up front. Uh, me, I'm a, I don't look anymore, but I'm a former lineman. I'm a former center. So <laughs> I trust me, it always, I always will never get away from it being up front and running the football and stopping the run. But the way we look at it with us is, you know, we, it's all about competition. And we tell our kids, hey, we're going to compete every day. Every play, every rep in the weight room, every every rep at practice, every rep in a game. It doesn't matter who we play. It doesn't matter what the score is. And to me, what I saw, what I was so impressed with our kids is, man, we went and competed. And we and we do. We got some talented kids, and, and we did. You know, we were very fortunate to to win it. But I was just most proud to see our kids compete, and it didn't matter who we play. And that stuff to me is going to build us over into the season when we do get pads on. We start getting into the meat of our schedule. Hey, you've competed against a lot of really good programs, not only in the state but in the country, and you came out on top. So, you know, the the hope is is that confidence is going to lead us to, like you said, go defend the uh, you know the state championship again. And you know, because Alabama football, like you was mentioned earlier, man, it's it is really good. There's some a lot of good programs. Uh, they take it real serious down here, and uh, it's uh, it's an investment. But uh, you know, we're 
we're very blessed to be where we're at. And like I said, we're, we're going to take that championship and hopefully take that confidence into the 2016 season. Yeah, and we're going to give you a little bit of a, a chance here uh, later on in the interview to kind of brag up Alabama football because I know you've been at some good schools, some very good programs. Talking with uh, Caleb Ross on the line tonight, McGill Tulin, defending 7A champs. Uh, they won the USA Football 7-on-7 seven seven National Championship last weekend. And, and, you know, you're talking about competition, and that is the key to it all. Tell us a, a little bit about, you know, the the, the – the, the three years that are coming, you're going into your third year. A four and six the first year, you were the OC. Uh, the year before that, you win the championship last year after a four and six opener. Tell me a little bit about some of the things you did when you took over the program that led the team to the height that it went last year and looks like it's going to carry on through 2016. Sure, you know, and that first thing I'll say, McGill Tulin for the last 10 or 15 years has been a, a very good program. There's been a lot of men, a lot of coaches that had put a lot of foundation before I got the head coaching job. And I got the head coaching job about a month before the season started in 2014. I was promoted. It was kind of one of those quick turnaround deals. And uh, it was one I'd be just to be true for your head spinning, you're trying to get things in place. And we were already coming back and only going to have four returning starters from a really good 2013 team when we were uh, one yard away from playing Hoover in the state championship game. We got stuffed on the one-yard line last play of the game against Auburn High School. So coming off of that, got the head coaching job. And, you know, just we had to play eight, nine, ten sophomores. At one point, we were starting nine sophomores on the field. And uh, anybody can tell you, you play high-level football, you start young guys, and it's just going to be some tough times. They'd make a great play, then then make a bad play. And so we were losing a lot of close games. And we were four and six. And, but, you know, I knew there was something special about that group, man. We finished strong. We beat a couple really good teams at the very end of the year that went on to to come close to playing for a state championship. So we went into off season and I said, look, we got to change a few things. I hired a few new guys on staff, brought in a new defense coordinator. We changed up the way we worked out. We made everything about competition. Uh, we set goals. We rewarded kids when they achieved those goals. Uh, we just tried to create a, a new, uh, just a new excitement for our football program. We did a lot of stuff with branding and, and using a new logo uh, and really just create a buzz about our football program. Yeah, you know, just to hope to get something because, you know, when you're four and six, there's a lot of negativity. And, man, we mm-hmm. want to turn that around. Well, uh, and our kids, man, they just said we had a really good, really good group of kids. They set a goal of, hey, we want to win this. And and I knew we had a chance to be special. You know, we had a lot coming back. There were teams in our region that were losing a lot. So it was setting up really nice for us if we could get some momentum early that we could go on a run. Now, truthfully, I, I would be, I guess anybody really, it's hard to sit there and say, we're going to go from four and six to winning a state championship. But <laughs> I knew we had a chance to be pretty good. And, and man, the deal, we got in there, we won early, we started getting some set, success. We had a setback. We lost one game to a really good blunt high school team, which is here in Mobile. Um, but that really benefited us because it kind of refocused our kids on what we needed to do. And they took that run and things fell in place. And, man, we got hot and those kids got really focused in. And, and here we are, we won the state championship. And, you know, and, and then you go into the challenge of the off season. Art, you won it. People are going to tell you how good you are. Hey, let's instead of being great once, let's go be great all the time. And, and getting out of that complacent and the, and the battle and the challenges of that. But our kids have handled it real well. Uh, we've had a great off season. Uh, had a great spring and going to summer and the success we've had in seven on seven. Uh, you know, right now there's a you know we yeah you know, we've kind of got it rolling. But you know, we're as a football coach and, and been doing this 15 years. You know, it's. Uh, it can, it can turn in a hurry. So <laughs> the challenges for me and my staff is just keeping those guys focused and hungry, you know, all the time and making it about competition, no matter how much you've won, no matter who you play. 
and that's kind of our goal. Yep, got to throw in that coach speak. A little day-by-day day is the way you take it. <laughs> Caleb Ross is on the line tonight. We're talking McGill Tulin football, uh, defending 7A champs. Uh, a lot coming back. Before we get to the kids by name, so you can you kind of brag a little bit about the kids that got you there that last year, and, and we'll get you there this year. Uh, let's let's have you be the ambassador for Alabama football. We had Josh Niblett on here uh, last year talking about it, but I, I always like when I get a coach on at a top program to kind of talk about football in the state in general. I know you... Uh, you you were an assistant, I believe, at Spanish Fort and Prattville, two very good programs there. Kind of do the, do the uh, Chamber of Commerce pitch. What is so good about that top level of Alabama football right now? I, I think it's just the passion, not only from the kids, but from the fan bases, too. I mean, it's it's not unusual to go to a – you can go to a remote town in Alabama on a Friday night, and, I mean, you, you may see five, 6,000 people at a high school football game, sometimes even more when we had some of those runs when I was an assistant at Prattville. And you may have ten, eleven, twelve thousand people at a game. Just the passion, and, and and you can say it really spills over from the college. I mean, SEC football is a really big deal in the southeast. I think most people know that, and so that spills over into the high school. And being so close to really good SEC coaches, and you got man, you got two really great programs in our state, and you got the SEC that you get to go visit those schools, and you go get to talk to those coaches, and because they're recruiting your kids, they can open up their doors. Well. And you bring those ideas, you bring those those schemes and strategies back to your program. And so you get a lot of that in the state of Alabama where you have a lot of uh, men that's very well coached football. You have a lot of guys, in my opinion, that, that coaching high school football in Alabama, if they wanted to and had the opportunity, they could go be successful college coaches. And there's a lot of guys that have done that. Um, and so the passion here is good. The, the administration in the schools, uh, they support it. Uh, they understand the importance of athletics and and for a lot of kids, and, and there's a lot of great areas in Alabama, but for a lot of areas in Alabama, I mean, it's a way for a kid to, to make, make a better life for himself. So the administration see this, the, the investment and see the importance of putting that investment into athletics. And, and so we have nice facilities. You know, things are set up for you to be good. And I think all that plays into why Alabama football is so special. But And just the passion. It's a, it's a big deal. It's covered. Uh, I mean, high school football in, in our state's covered is, is like, like a lot of colleges in some parts mm-hmm. of, the, of the country. Uh, it's very impressive, and it makes it fun. It makes it fun to coach in. It makes it fun to play in if you're, if you're a kid. Puts a little pressure on the coach, too, but we'll, <laughs> we'll just skip over that one. There's no pressure on you. Talking Mc- no, <laughs> McKill- not at all. <laughs> McKill Tulin football tonight on High School Football America. Time to dive into uh, the, the Yellow Jackets 2016. We mentioned uh, at the top of the show you won the 7-on-7 national championship uh, for USA football last weekend in Hoover uh, there in Alabama. And uh, I know your quarterback, uh, Bubba Thompson, had a, had a great run. You, you have to have that in 7-on-7. Your quarterback's got to be hot. But I understand he's a good two-sport athlete and uh, already committed to Auburn as a baseball guy. Uh, tell me a little bit about how good of a quarterback he is. I mean, is this a kid that may be able to play both sports at the next level? There's no doubt. He's got. Um, he's just. He's a very blessed kid. Uh, God's blessed him with a lot of raw talent. Man, he can throw the football. He can run. You know, uh, he, he can. Man, he's been. He was going to be a quarterback going into my first year as a head coach. He was uh, going to be a sophomore. He was, you know, tall, lanky, and skinny, and didn't really know what he was doing. But he had a lot of talent, a lot of uh, savvy, and a lot of, a lot of instincts about him. Uh, and I think he was, he was very successful in the Jamboree game. And he started the first game where he hurts his shoulder and his, his non-throwing shoulder, and we had, to, and he had to have surgery. We put him out for the year. Thought we were going to get him back last year. We, he started out was going to be our guy. Tweaked his shoulder again. I moved a kid that had to step in the year before over to quarterback, and then he had a phenomenal year. Had a phenomenal game. 
And so really our kids kind of rallied around that kid, and it gave us an opportunity for Bubba to kind of get gain some weight, get healthy. And uh, so here we're going to do a senior year, and, and here he is. He's healthy, and, and, he's, and he looks as good as he's, uh, he's always starting to show the, what I always knew he could do. Um, but, and, yes, he's got opportunities to do both. He's got actually two uh, good football offers from Central Florida and Troy right now. Well, they're both. He can play football and baseball there, and he's got numerous baseball offers. You know, he's got uh, unlimited potential, what he wants to do. Uh, uh, somebody said he's got a chance to possibly get drafted. He'd go anywhere if he keeps it up and things continue anywhere between the 4th, 5th, or 20th round. So, you know, Bubba's going to have a lot of options in front of him. Like I said, he's a very talented kid. He's, you know, he's in the 6'1", 6'2", range. He's around 180 pounds. Uh, and and he's, he ran a 6'3", 60 this summer at, a, at one of those Major League Baseball mm-hmm. combines, and he runs a 4'4", So, And, I uh, mean, he, he really – he's setting, what I love about him, too, and a lot of coaches say this, but I can – man, without – he's just a good human being. Uh, he's one of those kids that will go and talk to our freshmen. He wants, he'll ask you more questions about you than you ask him about him. He's just a good kid. And, he's, uh, man, that's what I'm more proud about him, just humble. And, uh, and our kids are starting to rally around him. And, and uh, we're looking forward to a special season with him. Okay, let's go offense, defense. Now let's stay on the offensive side. I know you've got four kids already. I think I read earlier this week your fourth kid committed to play college football. But let's get them in by name, position, and, and what you're expecting out of some of these kids. Give the listeners a little bit of a snapshot of uh, McGill tooling on offense this year. Sure. You know, probably our, you know, you tell my kids committed, you know, we uh, probably our biggest recruit. We have a kid named Marlon Williams. He's a wide receiver. He's actually coming out your way. He's committed to the University of Southern California. Uh, and he's a man of special talent. You know, he's about a six foot, six one, two hundred, two hundred five pound receiver. Uh, he's explosive. Can he runs good routes? Strong hands. Real physical. Uh, we're going to put him in. We'll put him in the backfield some uh, and hand the football off to him because he's just very explosive. He's good. You know, good in the holes, all that stuff. Uh, then we got a few other kids uh, that are at the receiver position. We're very blessed that we have four starters that are going to be able to go play college football. We have another slot receiver just committed to Air Force Academy named Brandon Hinton. Uh, man, he really does a lot of our stuff in our screen game. He's tough. He's got great hands. Uh, he does a lot in our kick return game and our punt return game, too. Uh, then we have uh, two other receivers. Uh, we have another kid. We moved the inside receiver by the name of Larry Rembert. Uh, Larry's probably uh, does not have an offer right now, but we'll have an offer for the season. So we have a ton of schools like him. Uh, he's in that 5'11", 170, 75-pound range, runs great routes, tough as well. Uh, he's going to be a slot, can do stuff in the screen game as well. And then we got a kid that's really starting to come into his own by the name of Jalen Tolbert. He's one of those ones we always knew he had the talent. He's 6'2", about 180 pounds himself, can, like a 41-inch vertical, uh, great hands, starting to really run good routes, had a great 7-on-7. Seven seven. And he's got an offer for, you know, from a few small schools, so – you know, we got four, and then we have some young guys that were played. That uh, we have a kid that we moved to tight end named Turner McLaughlin. He's gonna have a chance to be really good. He's really gonna help us in that position. He's, an, he's a big enough physical athlete that can help us in the run game as far as blocking. But he's also a good enough athlete with great hands. Like we can get him and take advantage of the size in the, in the throw game. And we got another young kid by the name of Oakley Coleman, who's another six three, hundred and eighty pound receiver that can, you know, that can jump out of the gym and, and he'll get a lot of playing time this year. In the backfield, we've got a kid by the name of uh, Trey Roberson, who's going to be a college prospect, tough, hardworking kid, one of our team captains. Um, you know, he's a he's also a very fast, four or five kid, uh, great leader, great worker. And we got another kid by the name of Brian Hill that will rotate with him. 
And then, uh, like I said, I was telling you earlier, I'm a I'm an old center. So <laughs> Got to get those, get them up, up, get them in there, get them by name. Man, that's it. <laughs> and uh, man, that's where those guys. Uh, that's the thankless group, you know. what I mean, that they are. Man, we got some good kids, and they're gonna be led by a kid by the name of Nate, Nate Long, who's been a three year starter. Uh, Nate can play anywhere on the offensive line, uh, you know, uh, center guard or tackle. Uh, we got another senior by the name of Cameron Broomer that's come back. He started for us about four or five games last year, hurt his knee. Uh, and missed the rest of the season, but he's back. He's healthy. You know, we expect a lot of good things out of him. Another kid named Trey Simpson who, who stepped in center. We moved him out to tackle. He's going to do a really good job for us. And uh, then we had a kid named Philip Rim that played a lot last year. Jack Rooney stepped in. Has played you know great this spring and summer. Ellis Blackman has moved in at center. Uh, we're expecting great things out of him. And uh, you know, we got a couple other kids. That, you know, we got some young kids there that. You know, they're going to provide some depth. And, um, you know, we're excited about that group uh, on offense. So, you know, that's kind of our offensive guys. Um, flip it you know, over to go defense. Into our yep. defense. Go ahead, flip yeah, it over. Our, uh, man, our defense, um, you know, we I was very blessed. We hired a guy by the name of Ernest Hills, our defense coordinator last year. and He, he did a great job. He's great with the kids. We, you know, I, I think we do good stuff in the scheme. But what I'm more important, our kids play good defense. They, they take on blocks the right way. They leverage the right way. They tackle in space. They they just play smart, good football, and he's done a phenomenal job. Kids play hard for him, and it really starts for us on defense with our middle linebacker. We had the we had the Coastal Defensive Player of the Year from last year as a junior coming back named Carlton Marshall. He was also a finalist for Lineman of the Year, Mr. Football in the State of Alabama last year. Uh, now Carlton's not he's not what you six two two twenty five. He was, and he'd be a five star recruit, but he's about five ten two oh five two ten. <laughs> but uh, he is probably one of the best football players ever coached. I mean, he uh, he's great as a leader. He's a good kid. He's he makes great grades. He's he's everything you want uh, off the field and on the field. And I think he had 136 tackles last year, uh, 14 sacks, 12 tackles for loss. He had an INT for a return for a touchdown. Just one of those kids. If you put him on a, any part of the field, he's gonna make everyone else around him better. He's returning for his senior year. And we're very excited about that. Um, got you know we got a kid in the secondary by the name of Trey Young who's a safety uh, corner type. He's got about seven or eight mid major offers. You know six foot six one, 175 pound range, fluid athlete, can run, can tackle in space, good hands. Uh, we're excited about him. We got another kid at corner by the name of Trey Bendoff who's committed to Jacksonville State, which is an FCS school here. Uh, he's uh, he's a smaller guy, but he's very quick, great cover skills and. And is very tough and physical for his size. He's in that five nine, five ten, hundred and sixty five pound range. But you know, he does a good job. We got a young kid we moved over, uh stepping up this year that we we thought's always had the talent and he started to show it in the seven on seven named Eric Gare. He's gonna be a junior. Uh he'll have his opportunity to go play college football next year. Good kid. And then we got a couple kids, you know, uh, Ward Bronald, Joe Sider, some other kids that are battling out in the secondary and another guy named Ernest McReynolds who's who's getting some work there, help us. Uh, going back to the linebacker position, we, we got a Matthew Radoslovich who replaces a kid last year that was really good for us. Well, uh, Matthew stepping in had a great spring. He's a physical kid. He's also a dual sport kid like Bubba plays baseball. Uh, he'll step in one of our middle linebacker roles. And then on the outside, we have uh, two kids that got a lot of playing time that started some for us last year, a kid named Cameron Banks. He's, man, he's one of those. He's, he's great when he blitzes. He tackles well in space. He's physical. He does a great job on special teams. Uh, he's at one of our outside linebackers, a kid named Jackson Johnson. He's a real quiet kid, but you know, he's the same thing, very steady, very physical. He'll provide that role on another outside linebacker. 
up front. Uh, we're not going to be very big on the defensive line. We just uh, something we're not blessed with right now is a lot of size. Uh, our nose guards, a kid named Miles Stanley, played all uh, you know fourteen games last year. Did a great job. Miles is in that six foot, you know, two fifty, two sixty range, and he's about the biggest guy we have uh, that will start. Um, he did a great job. Uh, we have another guy that we have a, a big kid that's going to rotate in there that will be a prospect down the road by the name of Darius Cox. He's just going to be a sophomore. He's one of those six four, three oh five kids. He's one of the few big kids that we have, and he's got a chance to be special you know, in the future. But at ends, uh, we got a couple kids by the name of DeAnthony Washington, who's got a couple college offers, Georgia State, and a few others. He's an explosive defensive end. He'll play some outside linebacker too. He's in that six one, two ten, two fifteen range. Very quick, very explosive kid, and then have another kid on the other end, and Chris Moffat, who's uh, about six two. He's about two oh five, two ten, but very fast. Man, hard to deal with when off rushing the passer. And uh, man, you know, those guys kind of anchor our defense. I know that's kind of a rundown. I don't want to forget we we're blessed that we have both our place kicker and our punter and kickoff guy back. Uh, Charles Green will do our place kicking. He's three year starter. Very steady, very accurate, and then uh, a kid named Chase Mahler will do our punting and do our kickoffs. He's got a got a real big leg, and uh, he's returning. He started as a sophomore for us last year, so you know we're we're very blessed. We do have a lot coming back, and um, you know we feel like uh, if we can stay healthy and keep our kids focused, and you know maybe we can hopefully we can make another run at it. You know we're going to see. Good inside look at McGill Tool and football with uh, head coach Caleb Ross. And, um, you know, you, you mentioned this at the top, you know, seven on seven, people love it, people hate it. What does it do? We always look at it from an offensive standpoint. Tell us about what you think it does for your defense. Can, can you kind of explain that to people? Oh, absolutely. You know, they're, um, first of all, you get a chance to, as from a coach standpoint, you get to work your different coverages and schemes. So you get to, and be honest, you can try some things. You're going to say, hey, is this going to work? How does this handle? What route? Because in these seven on seven, you're going to see a ton of formations, ton of routes, and so you get to put in your stuff and say, "Hey, what routes give this route this coverage trouble?" So we know we play somebody that's going to run those concepts during the season. Maybe we need to stay away from this type of coverage. So from a scheme standpoint, it helps you in that in that standpoint. From a player standpoint, man, it really helps them of either playing man coverage or playing their zone, breaking on the ball and competing for balls in space. Because any you know. That ball's in the air. A lot of times it's, it's like basketball, getting your body in the right position to make the play. So you get so many reps at that type of stuff uh, from a secondary standpoint. Same thing with linebackers. You know, when they do pass and you're dropping into your zones or you're matching uh, coverages and you're staying in the hip with guys, it, it, you learn those skills. And sometimes it can be a little negative, those linebackers, because they get habits of playing pass first. But you know, we're, we have a good coaching staff does a really good job of getting our guys rain back in. Of, hey, we got to play the run first and read our keys. And we'll spend the next couple of weeks kind of doing that. But we feel like the benefits of seven on seven are incredible. Some, like I said, some coaches don't really believe in it, don't like it, but we do. We think if you're going to throw the football uh, on an offense standpoint and be good defending it from a defense standpoint, you got to invest in these. And, and more importantly, it's just a competition, man. Your kids are competing against high high-level competition, and uh, that's only going to help you you know, later in the season. Yeah, no, competition is the key. Uh, let's wrap up uh, with, with the, the snapshot here of uh, the 2016 Yellow Jackets from McGill Tulin uh, by, by asking you, Coach, you know, what do you want to see in camp out of this team that lets you know they're ready to defend that 7A title? Well, you know, I could, uh, and I, I, from a scheme and personnel standpoint, we've got to build some depth on our lines, you know, an offensive defense line. You know, I feel like we've done enough this summer with the 7-on-7 stuff that we're 
know, you feel pretty good about your skill, about your, like I said, quarterback, running back, receivers, secondary linebackers. But uh, are we going to be able to block and tackle people? You know, because like I said, it all comes really back to that. I really want to see that um, from a just overall standpoint. Are our kids going to be hungry? You know, what I mean, uh, is this team going to have the same hunger, the same desire as last year's team to go win it all? And that's really what we're going to try to create in camp. Uh, this year, though, unfortunately, we're not playing a jamboree game. It starts really quick with us. We actually play Spanish Fort uh, first game of the season uh, on August the 19th, and they're the defending 6A state champions in our state. So uh, you get a chance for a really big ball game. Uh, but our kids are excited. You know, We're going to be ready. They, they'll be ready. It should be an exciting game. But you know, those are the things that we're looking forward to. To coming out of camp. Well, Coach, congratulations on a on a great uh, championship year last year. Uh, your your USA uh, football seven on seven championship, and here's to a, a good 2016. We really appreciate you joining us on the show and sharing a little bit uh, inside of the Yellow Jackets for us. Thanks for joining us, and have a great 2016. Hey, thank you. I enjoyed it. Taking a break, coming back, going to West Texas, talking Lubbock football. When we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, 
And for that extra Bigfoot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports, USA Today High School Sports, and... High School Football America combining to give you great national and Southern California coverage throughout the 2016 season. For more, go to usatodayhss.com. Well, what would our sixth anniversary be without the, uh, the I don't know what we're going to call Strunky here, but uh, he, he's been on the show the most. So I don't know if he's the most popular or I, I'm just a glutton for punishment. But anyway, Jason Strunk, the head coach and athletic director at uh, Lubbock High School in West Texas, so is on the line to uh, celebrate a little bit here and uh, talk about some football coming up and a couple of other things because Strunky always has one or two things on his mind. Welcome to the show, Strunky. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jeff. And I, I guess thank you for the very uh, warm welcome, I guess. So, yeah, <laughs> well, all well, right. Well, 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 well just, you just know that being the uh, the 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 most the most appearances on High School Football America means that you now get a raise. So you're going to be going from uh, n nothing to a little less than nothing. But anyway, all right. Well, hey, that's a deal. I'm in. I it. <laughs> well, it's good to have you on here. And uh, before we kind of hop into football, you and I have you know a person uh, you've worked for him. Uh, he's been on the show a couple of times. I respect him tremendously. A great Texas football. 
baseball coach, administrator, uh, Coach Mark Ball, uh, has retired there at, at Lubbock. And I, I think right. no better way to start the show here than uh, um, talking a little bit about him and, and just kind of what you've learned from him. And, you know, when someone like him retires with, I, I, I don't know how many years it was, 44, 45, probably pushing 50, as a coach and an administrator, we lose something as a high school sports community. Uh, Tell right. me a little bit about Mark and, and, and what he did for you and what do you think he's done for, for yeah. Lubbock and, and football in general in the state of Texas. Sure. You know, Coach Ball is, you know, one of the best human beings I've ever met. Uh, that says a lot because you know where you and I are from and we leave. We throw around compliments like manhole covers. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, you know, Coach Ball is tremendous, fantastic. I, I can't say enough good about him. Um, I'm just going to tell you something with, with me. Uh, you know, I was coaching at Purdue. And, you know, I always wanted to coach Texas high school football. And I saw Lubbock was open, and, you know, there's a story to how I found out. And either way, it led me to Coach Paul. And he hired me. And at the time when he hired me, I didn't realize how big a deal it was. Um, now that I've been here, I, I understand it. And basically for him to hire an outsider, not from Texas, is unheard of. Um, you know, and people still tell me I'm on my visa yet, you know, <laughs> as, as a Yankee here living in Texas. And the Coach Paul took a shot and took a chance on me. You know, he, he has this long, uh, good resume, uh, you know, and here he is. Everyone knows him in the state, Texas through and through, and he's hiring a Yankee to come down here and run, run his program at Lubbock High. It was a big step. You know, he, he thought outside the box and brought me in, and it's been great. You know, I owe him and my family owes him a tremendous amount of gratitude, um, respect. Uh, love the guy like a, like a second dad. You know, he, he's done everything for me here. We've taken road trips together, he and I, where he, he versed me on Texas high school football history. Um, he's just as fantastic as, as it comes, and losing him really hurts. Um, you know, he's just – he's been great for me. And you, know, I, you can never replace a guy like that. Yeah. Never. Not, not but thankfully – yeah, and thankfully we have a solid relationship, and we're still going to go golfing. We're still going to talk and talk football. And he's really uh, helped me grow up as an administrator. You know, we're all football coaches, but here's the AD side of things, and he's really helped me grow up uh, as an administrator. So there's not enough good things I can say about Coach Paul other than he's one of the best, and, and Texas is really losing out on, on a great football coach and administrator with him retiring now. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, and I remember you tweeting out, I believe, right after he retired, you were talking about you've got a fabulous stadium there in Lubbock for your yeah. four schools in the district, and you said, you know, boy, what you know, good legacy for him to have. I mean, what he did to, to put that uh, right. back together and get it all rehabbed and that. Uh, t tell me a little bit about, you know, that and, 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 and how, you know, there's a legacy there now that uh, right. is as a result of him working so hard for Lubbock, right. uh, the I, I, Lubbock ISD. Yeah, the, the first thing he did when, when I got here, uh, February 1st, 2011, uh, it was snowing, it was cold here, I'm in his office, he rolls out these blueprints on his desk, and he says, how do you want to design your field turf, son? <laughs> I was like, well, I've never been asked this before. So we, we went through, and we, we picked out the logos, we did that, and then he opened up, uh, he, he has a whiteboard in his office with, uh, it's like in a cabinet, so he has to open doors to it. He opens it up, he goes, take a look at that. I'm looking at it. I believe there's 30 things, and he had 30 things, 30 things listed on his whiteboard that he was going to get accomplished at LISD. And they stayed up there until the day he retired. And I, I, he may have had all 30 of them. I'm not sure. But on that board was the stadium and all kinds of stuff. And he is the most driven, motivated man I've ever met. When he's going to do something, he's going to get it done. He worked hard to build relationships here. He, he started the LISD Hall of Honor. 
you got the National Football Foundation rolling again here in Lubbock, uh, co- accompanied with Texas Tech. He has done everything he set out to do, uh, just tremendous. And this stadium that he got done for us, every time I walk into the stadium, I, I feel like I'm coaching a Big Ten conference again. And in a lot of ways, I, I think our stadium's nicer in Division One football stadium. <laughs> and that says something. So every, every time you walk in there, you, I, I can't help but think, man, this, this is the house Coach Ball built. Yeah. A lot of people helped, sure. He was the driving force behind it. He knows Texas High School football stadiums. He knew what we needed. He got it done. And it, it just tremendous. And I, I just don't know how can ever find someone to do that again. You know, I'm sure he can, but, man, he, he's, to me, he's irreplaceable. Special guy. We're talking about uh, Mark Ball, who's retired as the Lubbock uh, Independent School District uh, Athletic Director overseeing the four schools. Jason Strunk on the line, head coach at uh, Lubbock, uh, writing the turnover. And I'm going to add the turnover, the turnaround. The turnover. <laughs> the t- maybe I have to retire on the on the sixth anniversary. Maybe my mind yeah, is going wow. to me. But <laughs> Yeah, let's just move on from that one. But uh, the, the, the last thing I wanted to talk about, because this, this affects all four of the, the schools there, and specifically you with your equipment and all that, uh, I, I believe, and I may be wrong so you can correct me, but didn't uh, Coach Ball um, do the first district-wide deal with Under Armour, the first one in America to have such a deal for the entire uh, school district, or am I incorrect about that? Uh, you are correct. From, from what I believe, we, we were the first uh, ever – uh, high school, uh, well, first ever school district in America uh, to sign an exclusive Under Armour deal. Um, he brought here, he brought that here to Lubbock, where all four of our high schools and LASD, um, we are well, and middle schools, we are bound to Under Armour. Everything we wear, from head to toe, is Under Armour, from practice to game uh, to wherever you name it, uh, we are Under Armour. He brought that here. Uh, you talk about a generous company; they give us some great uh, rebate things at the end of the year for how much money we spend. We we outfit. Uh, our, co- our coaches with free clothing at the end of the year um, that they give to us. Tremendous, tremendous deal that he did for us. And the thing that made him do that, uh, which is really, really neat, he wasn't thinking about himself or the coaches. He said, how cool will it be for the kids to put Under Armour uniforms on just like they do here at Texas Tech? Mm-hmm. He always said that. And, and that struck me. Like, you know, he's doing this for the kids. He wants those kids to feel good and, and feel important like those college teams. And that, that's how we got it done. That, that's that's Mark Ball in a nutshell right there. Hmm. Well said, and uh, just felt it was appropriate to spend a few minutes here talking about uh, Coach Mark Ball, a, a great football coach and administrator who's retired now at Lubbock uh, LISD. And let's uh, let's turn to some football, and uh, let, let's turn to the turnaround, not the turnover. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the biggest question I get is is that uh, dumb hoofty from Pennsylvania going to write his turnaround for uh, 2016? <laughs> so I'm putting you on the spot on the show right now. Are you doing it? <laughs> uh, to steal a quote from from Pumpkin Miller, who I played baseball for back in the Lehigh Valley. Pumpkin. You dumb bunny. You dumb bunny. Uh, <laughs> I am going to be writing the turnaround. Okay, that's uh, That good. is for sure, 100%. Good, okay. Well, everybody will be happy about that. So let's dive in. Uh, what are you doing right now there in the in the Texas heat getting ready for camp, which opens up in, what, a couple of weeks now, right? Yeah, August 1st we open up, uh, ready to go. We're out in helmets and, and cloth. Uh, four days of that, and then uh, by Friday that first week we're in full gear rocking and rolling. So it's here quick. Uh, the staff is in place. We're up here uh, meeting every day from 8.30 to about uh, 4.30, uh, planning, implementing, doing our thing, getting ready for another uh, football season here at Lubbock High. 
talk a little bit about uh, for the people that haven't read the the blog, the turnaround, or you, you know what you've done there. Uh, Lubbock is not the easiest place to win football games over the course of the last four decades, but you've changed Correct. the culture there. The numbers have skyrocketed since you've come there. Uh, you got them to the playoffs right. for the first time in 35 plus years, so that was something big. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that and and kind of you know as you go into year six, you know where you were when you started, the culture, and where you are right. now. Yeah, you know, it, it, go back to Coach Ball again. When he hired me, he said, hey, you know, son, I needed someone to come in here that doesn't have any preconceived notions about Lubbock High. And that's, that's how he put it to me. Uh, so there's a stigma, you know, that comes with Lubbock High football. You know, there hasn't been a winning football season since the Vietnam War. You know, we broke a, a 36-year playoff drought. Uh, we've, we've done a lot of things here um, to get this thing rolling. And, and the thing with, with Lubbock High is it's an academic school. Uh, it's an IB school. So we we have the brightest of the brightest uh, attending school here at Lubbock High. And, and with that, uh, we bring in, you know, the school's about 2,000 people. Well, you know, a 1,000 of them are, are magnet kids that don't play any athletics. Mm-hmm. So we're really drawing from, we have a 1,000 kids to pick athletes from, and we have about 350 to 400 athletes here, which really doesn't put us in 5A classification numbers mm-hmm. athletically. And that's a challenge. Um, you know, we draw right here from from around the neighborhood. Uh, we have no room to grow. You know, we are who we are, and I accept that, and I like that, and I wouldn't trade my kids for anyone. They uh, they show up every day, they play hard, they work hard, they want to win, and they're doing everything they can to fix this trend here of, of Lubbock High being, uh, you know, kind of looked down upon. And since I've been here for, you know, year one, 65 kids in the program, now we're up over 215 every year. Um, that I, I attribute that to our nutrition program we're running being good for kids. Um, you know, we just do everything we can. And, and with that, I just need to say, I don't lower my expectations. I came here to win. I came here to get these guys to the playoffs every year. We've done it once. That's not good enough for me. We need to get them back there again. Because I got here, people scoffed at me when I even mentioned playoffs. You won't do that. Yeah, I mean, I've been through all that before. Well, we did it and we proved people wrong. And I'm still out to prove people wrong. And we have a chip on our shoulder. And one thing with Lubbock High, I can tell you, every time we show up, we're going to play hard. We're going to give you all we have. You know, that, that's Lubbock High in a nutshell there, Jeff. Um, great kids, tremendous work ethic, and, and we're going to scrap and claw at you. And that's the, uh, that Pennsylvania toughness that you were born with. Uh, for people that haven't heard Strunky or, or, or read him, uh, also he's got some great perspective aside from being in Texas, which of course is the Taj Mahal now of, of high school football. Uh, he's coached in Florida and Pennsylvania, two other dandies, so he's able to compare and contrast. Uh, just give us a little uh, thumbnail sketch of this team this year. What, what do you have? I know you've got a tough district with the realignment, but what, right. what, are, you, what are you expecting out of this ball club? You know, like I said, I, I expect us to compete and, and try to battle and get into the playoffs. You know, that's number one. Uh, that, that's always the goal. So, you know, let's get out there, compete, get into the playoffs any way we can. You know, second thing is uh, one thing we can control. We can control this for four quarters. Every game we play is our effort. If we give maximum effort, 100%, um, we're going to feel we're going to feel good about ourselves. And, and we always get that at Lubbock High. They give us everything they have. Uh, you know, and, and, the, and the third thing you know, what we have coming back this year uh, is experience. We, a few years ago, you remember this nightmare where people were actually <laughs> questioning you about my writing, whether the amount of injuries were true or not. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were accurate. We lost 13 starters to injury. Um, something I still shake my head at and can't quite fathom to this day. Uh, but because of that, that year, two years ago, we ended up uh, starting or playing, I believe it was 18 sophomores. 
Uh, and now all those sophomores are seniors. So one thing we have going for us this year is experience in, in every key spot. Um, so we bring that back. They know the system. We have a couple new coaches we brought in. Uh, that a great addition so far, and they're going to fit in and, and do well with the kids. And that's where we're at. A lot of experience coming back. We're going to play hard. We're going we're to compete for the playoffs. All right, so let's go off the topic of uh, just Lubbock football because you always have a thought or three to throw at people. So I've got a couple of uh, things I'm going to throw at you here. I know you, sure. you, you you had texted me. You said, I loved Randy Cross on the show last week. Uh, you know, three, oh, yeah. Three-time Super Bowl champ, um, you know, CBS analyst extraordinaire for the NFL for years. I, I think he was one right. of the best. Uh, and and last, week's, last week's show, man, no holds barred, kind of like you. Uh, and, and, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and he, he brought up, you know, parents and coaching and I, I'm not I'm not setting right. you up to fail here but I thought he said some mm-hmm. interesting things and I wanted to go from his side to your side which is you know how tough is it uh in this day and age as a coach in in football in general uh and and parent control and I bring this up because there was a, a study released in Alabama last week and I, I don't know if you saw it or not but the the uh they they surveyed 300 coaches in all sports now this isn't just football I should say it's all sports right and 64 percent of the kids said they complained to their coach <laughs> about parents, <laughs> which is incredible. <laughs> and then they went on to say 37% uh, were, were just you know thinking about quitting because of the parental interference and all that. So I just want your take. Right. You know, wh- what is the state of coaches interacting with student athletes and the modern-day parent when it comes to sports? You know, it, it's, uh, it's very tough to put your finger on. You know, I don't think there's one exact cause. Um, I have a couple things in mind, and I know other people are in agreement with me. And if they're not, that's fine because I'm me and I'm going to say what I think. Uh, but I think uh, there's a sense of entitlement today, uh, you know, and it starts with, with handing out uh, trophies and ribbons for participation. Uh, and I think with that comes a sense of entitlement. Well, hey, I, I you know, I participated. Where's my trophy? And and they're and they're born with that now, and then they come up through, and now they get to to freshman freshman football and. It's, well, I need to be recognized at the banquet. You know, well, when I was a kid, the banquet was for seniors. Sure, we recognized other kids, but, you know, it was about seniors and sending them off. Now they want to be recognized as freshmen. Now if they're not playing, it's, uh, you know, the parents like, why isn't my son playing? I I don't understand this. doesn't make sense. Well, I'm from the old school thought where if you're going to play, you are the one that decides that, not the coach. Coaches do not play athletes um, that don't deserve to be on the field. It just doesn't work that way. We all kinds of things thrown at us called favorites. Oh, he's special to you. I mean, you name it. It's just some ridiculous arguments. Bottom line is coaches are going to play the best players. That's it. You earn your playing time, and you earn that by being here, working hard every day, and competing. We have kids that miss practice today uh, because it's a parent's birthday. Coach, I can't be at practice. It's my mom's birthday. We're going out to dinner. You know, it makes me want to fall out of my chair. Uh, we have one time we had a kid, we had a kid miss a practice because he had to go to AutoZone um, with his parents to change their car battery, you know, and it, it, I, I just cannot fathom and wrap my head around that kind of thought process. And then to turn around and have the audacity to complain about playing time. It makes no sense to me, Jeff. It's like I'm living in a Seinfeld bizarro world. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I mean, it just, I can't, <laughs> I can't figure it out. And I, I don't know where it comes from. Um, but I just think it starts when they're young and in this entitlement thing where, if I'm on a team, I'm, I'm going to get playing time no matter what, and I'm going to get a trophy at the end of the year. You know, those are just my thoughts on it. 
Yeah, no, I, I I knew where you were going with it, like I said. But you break it down. I mean, it, real is real. And, I mean, 300 coaches in the state of Alabama, a great sports state, you know, saying right. that this is a real issue. I mean, what's going to happen? And we've talked about this many a time. You know, we're not going right. to have those great coaches that we grew up with in Pennsylvania. And they're all over the country. They used to be yeah. where they would coach 30, right. 40, some 50 years. That's just not yeah. going to exist. There's too much of a burnout. Right. Okay, a word association yeah. here. Satellite camps, uh, a, a phrase made popular by <laughs> one Jim Harbaugh right and, and I, I I love Jim Harbaugh I do I think he's great for the game of football I love him with the 49ers what he did for Stanford what he's doing for Michigan I love it uh I think satellite camps are good for the university so it's good for Jim to promote his brand uh and get out and, and see you know these other schools and show the Michigan end now on the flip side of it I'm going to tell you I, I think Satellite camps are annoying. I think they're uh, pointless for me. I think they're they're selling an agenda that really isn't honest. Uh, this is just what I think. If you if you're if I'm a coach for Tim Harbaugh, I don't want to be in Australia, you know, teaching you know kids in Australia how to run through a bag. Uh, I want to be with my family a little bit. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're going to Australia. They're in Atlanta. They're all over the place. And it just makes you wonder, like, why? Nick Saban's right. We have the best players right here in the United States. Um, you have your pick of them. Why do you need to go to Atlanta? Why do you need to go here? And I'll tell you why. It's because they're going after blue chip recruits. That's 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 it. They're going. To, there may be someone there in that area that they want to sink their teeth into. It's not me personally. I don't think it's for the good of everyone going to that camp. They're probably targeting one kid. Um, they're portraying this thing that yeah, we're doing these camps for kids. It, it's about recruiting. And anyone can tell you that. You just have to cut through the, the chase there. It's about recruiting. And I think that's wrong. Um, I just I don't like that. And then you have these things popping up on, on Twitter where we're seeing where these people are proclaiming, I can get you Division One scholarships. You know, I can do this. I can do that for you. I can advance your career. Well, these satellite camps are the same thing. You know, these, these parents think their kids go to satellite camp because Jim Harbaugh is there and he's getting Division One scholarship. It, it, it's setting kids up for failure, I think. Uh, false hopes whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I'm just getting tired of reading about it. You know, they're, they're in Atlanta, they're here, they're doing this. You know, that's great. You know, go back and recruit in Michigan. You know, do your thing there. You know, sell your brand there. Beat Michigan State. You know, I, I, just, I just don't get it. I don't get it, Fish. It's, it's irritating to me. Well, as you can tell, folks, he, he has an opinion or three, and uh, we always appreciate it. Jason, Jason Strunk is on the line from Lubbock High School. We're going to write the turnaround. We got him on the record saying that for 2016, a great blog that takes you inside his program. And and the last one, uh, and I talked about this at the top of the show, is, is one of the, the news of the week, and, and this one just cracked me up. We come from an area in eastern Pennsylvania, now the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, the state championships, public, private, doesn't matter. It's all one. Now, we know in Jersey – they, they've got a separation. They tried it in Louisiana. That got screwed up. Now they're back. In Texas there, you've got UIL and TAPS. You've got public and private separated. But in Rhode Island right. this week, uh, and, and there's only, I, I think it's 35 schools there, but the, the, the top teams uh, in, in the, the, the biggest classification have played four out of the last six years for the championship, and, and, and Bishop Hendrickson has won six straight championships. So the, the, the powers that be in the, the state governing body decided that here's what we're going to do. We're going to play to the state semifinals in Division One, and the winners go to the state title game, and they're called Super Bowls there, by the way, and then the, right. lo- the losers of... <laughs> The semifinal will will play for another state championship 
the next weekend, just like the ones uh. that won. Uh, Publix, <laughs> Publix versus privates. Give, give it a go. Uh, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, so they're going to have a, basically it turns into a, a runner up Super Bowl for a state championship. That's correct. Um, you, you broke that I, down well. <laughs> and there we go. And then it goes back to entitlement, appeasement. Uh, now you just can't have someone lose in the semifinals and, and grab a donut and go home and cry for a day and then get back into the weight room. We need to have a, some kind of metal wrapped around everyone's neck because, heaven forbid, we fail and learn from that in life. That is incredible to me, Jeff. I can't <laughs> have a hard time wrapping my head around that one. Uh, so I, I, I don't get that. Uh, that's what's wrong with sports today. Uh, I don't like that. And, and talking, you know, specifically about private and public schools, where, you know, where we're from, uh, the East Penn Conference, one of the, I think it's one of the best uh, athletic conferences in the United States you know, overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough. Um, you know, in that in that conference, you have Bethlehem Catholic and Central Catholic, two notorious Catholic schools known for recruiting. Well, they're in our conference, and we have to battle them. And I just always put my gear on, went out, and we played didn't matter if they can recruit. You know, they're wearing a different color uniform. We're going after them. We're going to attack them. We want to beat them. Um, is it fair? No, but they're on our schedule. Let's go play it. So in terms of that, I have no problem, um, you know, with, with private schools. Uh, none at all because just because I competed against them, and I just want to win and, and beat you. So, you know, is it fair? Probably not, but I'm just used to it. Um, and then I think it, it's a different level when you get into the IMG academies of the world. Um, you know, they're, they're catching a lot of flack. That's a hot topic right now through high school football and me you know if you want to go to img and play football and promote yourself and do all that great you know that's that's what you want to do and as a high school athlete you have that choice um again i really i don't get too involved in that i don't get wrapped up in it you know public private uh me personally uh i'm going to be in public schools my whole career that's what i choose that's where i want to be if i come across a, a private school i'm going to want to beat them and that's where i stand on that uh I don't get too wound up with it, Jeff. Uh, I think because of where we're from and having to do that, you know, on a daily basis. Yeah. So, you know, but I, I just, I choose public schools. That's where I'll stay. Uh, in Texas, you know, where we are around, we have the UIL and we have the TAPS. Uh, we are forbidden uh, by LSC to play any private schools. So I'll never encounter that here. Um, you know, so that's just, that's where I'm at on that. You know, if I have to play them, great. If I don't, all right, you know, play who we have. I think that's just my hard-nosed mentality, Jeff, and you know that. Yeah. You know, whoever your opponent is, let's go get them. Yeah, we've, we've, and I do think it's it's because of where we, we come from and having that upbringing right. where the, you know, mostly public, but the couple of privates are, are in there. And, hey, to, to be the best, you got to beat the best, right? And that's right. what it comes that's down right. to. Well, we're going to call you and, Mr. Opinion, at least for the rest of this show here as we wrap up, because you've got and, one or and two. Jeff. <laughs> go ahead. Right. If I can interject one more thing. Well, and, uh, I, and am I going to be am I going to be able to stop you? <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, this will be brief. <laughs> the I've seen uh, the competition level from private schools help public schools. Uh, where I'm from, Northampton High School, is one of the best wrestling programs in the United States of America with multiple national titles to our name. In those years, and, and still, you wrestle competition from private schools in those wrestling tournaments. The Blair Academies of the world. They make you better. They really make you better in some respects. And that's why I, 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 I don't mind the private schools. Don't mind them at all. You know, the competition's there. They're the best. Let's go beat them. That's what made Northampton Wrestling number one in the country. You just wanted to get Northampton Wrestling in there. I'll be God. I did. Boy, I can't believe I'm, that. 
<laughs> I finally found a way. <laughs> you've been, yeah, you've been trying for years. And uh, <laughs> Northampton, and well, we're very proud of the Lehigh Valley wrestling in general. We had a lot of uh, national champs come out of there, and, and Northampton right at the top of that list, no doubt about it. Well, Strunky, appreciate your time. Uh, glad to have you on here for uh, the, the sixth anniversary show. Your check is in the mail, uh, but because awesome. be, because I don't have to worry about having anything in it other than zeros, I, I probably am not going to send it to you. So anyway, that's a, that'll just make it by Solani's for me. <laughs> Yes. There we go. And and for for <laughs> for Coach Ortiz and for those of you not knowing what he just threw out there, we were we we're joking on Twitter the other day about the best steak we've ever had in the world. So we might as well throw this out here. Pretend we're the Food Network or something. Uh, <laughs> Tamu Solani, the great NHL player, has a steak house here in Laguna Beach that uh, I've been treated to a couple of years running by my good friend here, Strunky. And uh, how would you describe the steak for all those meat lovers we have that listen to this show? Uh. Not even close. I, I've been in, I don't know, 40 states in my life, and it's the best steak I've ever had anywhere I've ever been, including Texas. Bone-in ribeye. Now now maybe we can get uh, Tamu to put a check in the mail for our little endorsement here. It'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, I'd take that. <laughs> All right, my man. Well, I'll let you get back to uh, doing what you do down there in Lubbock. We appreciate it. We pre- appreciate your friendship, and we'll talk to you soon. You got it, Fish. Thank you. All right. Taking a break. Coming back. Going to talk TDI Razor. Keep those pesky rubber pellets out of your shoes with the degree inhibitor razor. That and more when we come back. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, 
and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USAtodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by the good folks at Southern Sport, bringing you the TDI Razor. Oh, we've been together for four years, and Joey Teichert is on the line, one of the founding members of Southern Sport and the Debris Inhibitor Razor, which keeps those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes, gives you that great look of spatting without the high cost of tape, and I think this is actually year number five as we go in. Joey, welcome to the show. Good to have you on. I know it's nice and cool in Mississippi. Oh, it was good to good to talk to you, Jeff. And uh, yes, it is. I think it's uh, probably a smooth ninety-five right now. About uh, what is it? About eight 
10, 15 in the morning. So uh, it looks like it's going to be another hot one down here. Yeah, and the humidity. I know you can't go above 100%, but it's usually about 200 this time of year down there. It really is. <laughs> well, let's let's dive right into it. Another year, a, a lot of good improvements here. Uh, for uh, those that uh, have not heard Joey on the show, we're going to kind of uh, take you through what's new and what's old. Uh, the Debris Inhibitor Razor, the website is TDI Razor with a U, R-A-Z-U-R, TDIRazor.com. Uh, I know logos on the spats this year. There's some great-looking product up there on the website that people can check out. So what are some of the changes, the new things for 2016? Uh, Jeff, some of the new things that, uh, that we've got is, uh, you know, if people go to the website, uh, which is TDIRazor.com or Amazon, they can look and, and see we've got uh, uh, a new product called the, the Baseline, and uh, it's kind of a two-tone, uh, you know, a two-tone uh, debris inhibitor that uh, we think is pretty stylish. I think there's about four colors up there for that. And then we've also have an American flag one, which has uh, just been flying off the shelves. Um, you know, I guess with 707 tournaments and stuff in the summertime, and then uh, we, we really feel like it's going to make a big push in the fall as well, which is a, uh, you know, just a neat design uh, for that. And, um, um, you know, those things will be going pretty well. And you can go again to TDIRazor.com, uh, Razor with a U, R-A-Z-U-R. Got a code, HSFA, get you a discount on the order. For those that have not heard you and your, uh, your, uh, everything we've talked about over the last three or four years, um, let, let's kind of go back, because I think it's kind of a cool story how the Razor came up. I mean, there's so many kids that, that love to spat. It, it's expensive. A roll of tape is whatever, four-plus dollars now and all that. But let's give a little history lesson here as to... What uh, what was the uh, the impetus behind the razor being created? Uh, my business partner uh, partner Hoppy Langley actually had uh, you know was scholarshiping a kid at, at a, one of his local private at his local private school, and the you know the kid was a great athlete and a great student, and uh, he called Hoppy out after an all star game to uh, you know want to thank him for for helping him go to school, and uh, when he did that. Uh, Hoppy walked out on the field and got uh, those crumb rubber pellets down in his loafers. And, uh, you know, about three weeks later, we were sitting down having lunch, and that's where the, the idea came for, uh, um, you know, for the debris inhibitor. Um, the You know, the functionality is it keeps the debris out of your shoes, but, uh, man, it sure does look great. You know, it get, gives kids that good sleek-type uh, sleek look that they're looking for and uh, also keeps your shoes tied. And, uh, you know, it's it, it, it's – just a good looking, uh, good looking part of the uniform. Easy on and easy off, folks. It's uh, kids. It's if you're listening out there, this this will really. You know what? It's a pain in the neck to go in there and get taped up before the uh, game. You know the the trainers. They're they could be doing other things too. That's that's part of it. We're talking about the the debris inhibitor razor tonight on High School Football America Southern Sport, bringing it to you. TDIRazor.com. That's razor with a U R A Z U R. American made. And you were talking about the flag and all that, but very important uh, in, in this day and age of. Uh, of, you know, nationalism. Uh, looks, it looks like it's coming back here as we watch the Republican convention. You and I chat about that off of the air. But uh, talk about the, the importance of, of this product being American-made to you and your company. Well, you know, I think the most important, well, it's several important parts, you know, with that is, one, we can get it real fast because, you know, it's made here in America. So we are, you know, we're able to get those uh, done quickly without having to worry about air freighting it someplace or, or getting across on a ship. Second thing is, is that it, uh, you know, it keeps, keeps Americans employed, 
um, you know, with that. And then also, if there's any issues, which we've not, fortunately, and, and because it is American-made, we've had very few quality problems at all, but we are able to stand by, behind that product and, and get it replaced in a hurry if there's any issue at all, which, like I said, fortunately, we have not been able, you know, we've not had to do that. So, um, you know, they're made over in North Carolina with uh, Twin City Knitting, and, uh, man, those guys are great when it comes to team sports and, and, uh, and socks. They really know what they're doing. How many, uh, how many colors? I know you got the, the two-tone and all that, but how many colors are you up to this year? We're up to, I want to say 18 or 19, somewhere along in there. And I guess the newest, uh, the, the, probably one of the coolest things that we are, we've got this year is that we can actually put a logo on it. Um, uh, you know, we can number it, number it or, uh, you know, any logo that, uh, that somebody wants, we can put it on there, um, you know, for that. But, you know, now that it's getting close to the football season, the, uh, you know, people want to do that. They, they, they really need to get their order in as quick as they can because it's, you know, production lines back up and, and, um, you know, the, the, the sooner they can get, get us the order, the, the quicker we can get it out to them. And, you know, you're always trying to get people to, you know, take the product to the new level. And this year, I know you've got a partnership going on with wet block, which kind of takes uh, the, the razor to the next level when you put the two products together. Talk a little bit about wet block the partnership and what it can do for, uh, for not only, uh, I, I've seen it with footballs too. You've shown it to me, but specifically for the TDI razor. Well, it, it waterproofs. It's a it's a spray, and unlike uh, some of the other uh, competitors out on the market, uh, this comes in one can. So you know, you just apply it. You don't have to do any dual, dual applications at all. You spray the um, um, spray the the razor uh, probably two times, and it'll waterproof it. Uh, and and as I, you've seen in the video as well, is uh, waterproof footballs. We know that keeping uh, keeping footballs during um, um, you know, during the rainy seasons, dry is very important. And uh, we've had a uh, lot of coaches have shown a ton of interest and are very excited about having that product. Uh, I think the product, they had a product like that in the past, but they've been unable to get it. So, uh, you know, they're very excited about, uh, about you know, wet block HD and, and, uh, and the ability to, to, to keep their uniforms and their balls dry on the weekends. And you can check out wet block and all the colors and uh, everything about the, the, the debris inhibitor razor at uh, TDIRazor.com. Razor with a U-R-A-Z-U-R. $19.99 for the razor. Great price. The thing will last you all year. Uh, everybody that's tried it has talked about the great uh, wearability of it. And uh, is back to the wet block, of course, I always start sounding a little southern when i'm talking to you joey uh is the the term like you know water off a duck's back or something like there's got to be some southernism there about how how the water stays off with wet block what is he give, give me a, give me a good one <laughs> i think watered off a duck's back is about as good as you you know about as good as you could get on that so. <laughs> <laughs> that's great well let's let's talk about some of the people that it, that have used the razor i mean i know that you know uh, your customer service is, is is above and beyond it's it's perfect it's american bay but uh any anecdotes about some of the uh the the, the schools that have used it teams or individuals well, you know, not really any specific. I know, um, you know, we've had a couple of coaches down in Pikeville, Alabama, that have been very excited and and have ordered and and loved the product. Uh, you know, and it's funny, and I, I think I've told you this story. My son graduated a couple of years ago from high school, and uh, you know, North Mississippi, and played on uh, grass fields, and and while watching watching them play, out of the um, eleven ball games that they played. Uh, nine of the teams were wearing the razor, 
and uh, none of them played on artificial turf, you know, artificial surface fields. While it, you know it is designed for um, for the, the the crumb rubber, you know, it just goes to show that the kids are playing on grass uh, enjoy the product as well. Yeah, no, and like I said, the people that uh, I talk to, uh, and and we've said this before, a good friend of ours who's long time in the garment business, uh, several decades, uh, when he tested it out, said uh, the the one thing you guys may have done is you made it too good. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't wear out but uh that's a that's a good problem to have and while this is football um uh there's more to the razor than than just the football product i, I know you have a multi-purpose i know soccer is is something that you're working hard on tell us a little bit about uh that aspect of, of the sport and what you're doing to uh, to improve it there as well well we're working on a uh you know we've got a prototype for soccer that would allow a um you know, allow a soccer player to be able to have their chin guards covered without necessarily having to have a thick uh, nylon sock, you know, in that shoe, making it uncomfortable with as, as much as they run. Uh, with this product, um, um, with our soccer version, you you would be able to wear a thin cotton sock and still, you know, one, be able to keep the crumb rubber out of your shoes, keep your shoelaces tied, and then also, uh, you know, keep your shin guard uh, tucked away. Uh, and then we're also working on a uh, an outdoor version, and that will be for um, you know, uh, places like down here where it's it's so hot uh, during the early part, and you know early part of fall with uh, bow bow season for deer hunting, and then if anybody's doing any turkey hunting or anything in 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 late spring, uh, it would allow you to wear a um, kind of like a Timberland hiking shoe or a hiking shoe and, 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 uh, with the wet block HD to be able to waterproof it and, um, you know, not have to wear those bulky boots in the, in the heat. Not bad. You've thought you've thought of it all. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot here. We didn't discuss this going in, but uh, give give us a little snapshot of your rebels there. Uh, Joe, Joey Joey's an old Miss guy. Uh, what are you thinking about the Rebs this year? I tell you, I like our uh, like our chances with Chad. You know, Chad Kelly coming back. Uh, I, I I saw a uh, bumper sticker in in uh, in Oxford the other day that had swag for Heisman. So uh, we've got to start <laughs> passing some of those around. And, uh, you know, with the, uh, looks like the offensive line's gonna be pretty good. And, and while we were, you know, having to re- replace a lot of people on defense, I think, uh, think we'll be good. I, you know, my only hope is, is that maybe we can, uh, I know when Tommy Tubble was in Auburn, uh, he had a, uh, had a t-shirt made up, uh, against Alabama that had fear of the thumb after they had rolled four, uh, you know, I guess they were up, up to number five against, against Alabama. So, if uh, we beat them this year, that'll be three in a row. And I don't know of too many programs that can say that they beat the Crimson Tide three years in a row. So you're pumped up. Well, Joey, we always appreciate the uh, the friendship first, uh, the partnership second, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. We we uh, just uh, root for you guys, and we would encourage everyone that's listening out there to go uh, to the website at tdirazor.com, also on Amazon, nineteen ninety nine. The wet block, uh, great for the for the spats and for footballs. Well, Joey, thanks a lot. Appreciate you joining us tonight. Thank you so much, yeah. Yep, take care. Taking a break, coming back with more. This is High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. 
This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. 
USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. All right, that's going to do it for tonight's show as we kick off year number six of the High School Football America radio show. Don't forget, top 25, actually top 50, as we have the other 25 coming out again this year, coming out on August the 1st. Follow us when we're not on the air on Twitter at HSFB America. Coach's job board still popping. If you're still looking for a coach, let us know. Email me at jeff at highschoolfootballamerica.com. want to thank our guest on the show tonight, McGill Tulin, head coach Caleb Ross, also Jason Strunk from Lubbock High School in Texas, and uh, Joey Teichert from Southern Sport and the Debris Inhibitor Razor. Use that code HSFA to get a discount on your order. Well, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Thanks for joining us. Looking forward to a great year ahead as practice is just around the corner. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from sunny Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network.